show, show us your love. Baby. Baby. And you've dialed in to the heavyweight heartbreaker hotline. Baby. Welcome along to episode 10, everybody. Thanks once again for joining us on the Heavyweight Heartbreaker Hotline. And just to make this landmark episode that little bit more special, today is also my birthday. Way, that's right. Hugo Bloom is another year older. On the bright side, though, today is going to be full of celebrations, laughs and drinks, complying with social distancing measures, of course. And thank you to those who have already wished me a happy birthday, too. You guys are the best. I'm also super excited because we have a good friend of ours on the hotline for you. We've got Rishi Ghosh, ladies and gents. Along with chatting to Rishi, Brad has got his own rundown of what's hot and what's not this week, which you don't want to miss either. So enjoy episode 10. Let's get on with the show. And it's time for this week's Who's Hot and Who's Not. Each week we'll give a shout out and love to somebody we think deserves it and we'll be giving a thumbs down to someone or something that doesn't. And this week's What's Hot, well, being a bit of a nerd, it has to be the SpaceX launch of the Dragon capsule up to the International Space Station. It's the first time in 10 years that NASA has sent someone up there. It's a privately funded mission this time, but watch the launch, then watch it in orbit over the sky. Man, I love that stuff. Go check it out on YouTube. And this week's What's Not, well, hold on to your hats because here it comes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Hugo. Happy birthday to you. It was my rendition of happy birthday. Happy birthday, Hugo. Have a good one, mate. This week's guest is none other than the Prince of Mumbai, Rishi Ghosh. He's wrestled for over 18 years and he's got over 10 titles to his name. He's been training with other wrestlers for over a decade. He is the man with the real hard man haircut and he is the owner of the Quality Wrestling Academy. Welcome along, Rishi. Hello. Thank you, uh, Hugo and Brad, for having me on. Right, Evening, Rishi. Evening. It's an How honor are we? A oh. true champion. <laughs> yeah, all good, thank you. How are you, boys? Yeah, keeping well, thank you. Keeping well, keeping busy as much as we can. Excellent, excellent for the uh, people listening in, you know, Brad and Hugo. Excellent lads um, I've known for a little while now. Um, so, yeah, well, nice to just chat to you, if, if, if nothing else, you know. Nice to catch up. Yeah, yeah too right. Always good. You enjoying the um, sunshine today? Oh, lovely, yeah. I, I dare say maybe a bit too hot, but it's really, really nice. <laughs> Uh, the only downside is I have really bad hay fever, so my eyes have been uh, streaming a bit. But um, no, wow. it's, it's it's been lovely. Have you boys been enjoying it? Yeah, got topping up the tan. Very good. It's nice. Very good. It's a yeah. it's, it's a special edition actually, Rishi, this week. Oh yes, go on. And you're not to to know it, but actually, when when this goes out to the uh, the fans, it's it's Hugo Bloom's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, my... champ! This is my birthday episode. Oh, my word. How did I miss that on Facebook? Dear, oh, dear. <laughs> well, have, have you had a good birthday? I, I will have when this goes out. Yeah, it's great. Oh, <laughs> oh fantastic. So, you... 21 again. Oh, yeah, 21 go, again. Yeah. 21, yeah. Excellent, champ. Excellent. Well, what, what circumstances to uh, celebrate in? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should feel honoured. Not only episode 10... But you're 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 my birthday. Ah, oh, yes. Feel <laughs> privileged. You planned this, didn't you? I did. I, was, and I don't blame I'd you. Kind, I'd kind of envisaged it slightly differently, where I, you know, Brad pushes this big cake into the room, 
some music <laughs> plays and out pops Rishi oh, at the top. Oh, well, this, this damn, uh, damn lockdown, it would, have, it would have been possible otherwise. I'm sure we would have, we would have organised it. And I like cake, maybe, so, you know. Maybe, maybe next year. Yeah, it would have just been a fat Rishi at the bottom of the... Uh, of the cake having eaten it all, so um, just eat, eating as well. Yeah, yeah we, we haven't missed much. I've just been in a food coma at the bottom, so it's probably for the best. It could, it could, it could have been our Mister Burns and uh, Smithers moment. <laughs> it could. Oh, indeed. Damn. Maybe next year. Indeed, indeed. We'll we'll, we'll pencil we'll pencil <laughs> that in for a, a podcast or show or or YouTube video or Imagine. something. We'll or, or we'll just get together and eat some cake. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd settle for that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so over eighteen years, Rishi, you've been wrestling. Indeed, yes. Has 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 time f- flown by? Oh well, in a way, yes. In a way, you know, when you look back, you just think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just feel like a bit of a, a wrestling antique, I suppose. More um, <laughs> old and and moving slower. Um, but yeah, I suppose your, your mind is is better for it. So you've got a better wrestling mind. But yeah, it, it, it does feel like it's it's been that long. In a way, it's flown by. But in a way, it's just um, yeah, it's it's felt like a long, very enjoyable road actually. So you must have started wrestling at the age of ten. Then, <laughs> uh, age of fifteen. Age of fifteen, I started uh, at the FWA Academy. FWA Academy, um, you know, under Mark Sloan, under, under Justin Richards. Um, so, I mean, it, it was—I think it was regarded as the biggest wrestling academy in Europe. So, uh, yeah, it, it couldn't have started any better um, for me. Mm. Um, but I remember when we first saw it advertised, um, it was for sixteen pluses. And, yeah. uh, you know, my brother Raj, he could go and join and I was really, really jealous. Um, but then, thankfully, Mark opened up the junior sessions so I could crack on. It, it might have been 14 I started, actually, but 14, 15, around that, that kind of age. It's pretty impressive. I mean, I wish I wish I had had a, a school, um, you know, relatively nearby when I was yeah. that age, but sadly it wasn't uh, to be. Yeah, I mean, there, there were two schools I knew of, um, and, and that was the FWA Academy and Hammerlock. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, great wrestlers came from both of them. And, yeah, I mean, we're just fortunate that we lived in Portsmouth and the Wrestling Academy opened in Portsmouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. say, do you know what I mean? If it had opened, you know, hundreds of miles um, away, we might have never become wrestlers. So I respect anyone who travels down, you know, yeah. people like Drew McIntyre, that, you know, he'll, he'll literally come all the way from Scotland occasionally to train. Um, you know, guys like Eamon Schramm, you know, moved from Ireland to Portsmouth to train at the academy. So, um, yeah, the, the levels of commitment um, for guys wanting to start is amazing. So did you train with Drew McIntyre? Um, I was kind of there for a few kind of camps um, and stuff he was that that he was um training at so obviously being from scotland he didn't come down weekly yeah. um but yeah yeah he was around and you know guys like uh justin gabriel um pj black um wow. were around uh obviously paul birchall if if, if you re- remember yeah. paul birchall he was around and um you know he was something else so a lot of really talented guys and obviously you got um, your Mark Caskins, um, etc., who who trained down there. So yeah, it's a, a a talented bunch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, strong alumni, um, including yourself. Uh, so you say you start around the ages of fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, that sort of time. 15, when? I'd say. How long? When was your first show? Was it? Early, was it much long after that? Or yeah, I think I think it was about a year and a half. After I started, um, I can't remember the year, maybe 2002, perhaps. Oh, okay. Yeah, against Dan Head. So, yeah, oh. um, absolute diamond of a man. Very, one of the best wrestlers I know. He doesn't, doesn't really wrestle that much anymore. 
But uh, yeah, it was an amazing way to make your debut against a, a wrestler like him. And we started around the same time. And um, I mean, you, you guys know the guys that you start with um, in yeah. the rest. You, you really do form a, a very deep friendship with so mm. um yeah it was a great experience and uh yeah I, th- I think it was 2002 was my first match which went okay actually yeah it went all right normally you know first matches wow. are, are shambles but i think it went okay i'll have to find the old vhs to see <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah, it might be awful actually but i'll try and find the vhs and, and see but <laughs> be, you know it went okay i think i worked his leg and we had some quite innovative spots you know uh mark stone always did push um innovation and that's why i think quite a lot of interesting workers uh, graduated from the academy yeah definitely so was that um a training show at the time were they running or was that camp yeah it was an or... fwa academy show it was at buckland community center uh where where shows still take place actually and mm-hmm. um yeah yeah it was a, a nice little audience probably something like 100 people um, yeah, it was a, just just a very nice experience. And the FWA Academy shows, as, as as you might know, they kind of got a bit of a following. So people would, you know, come down from all around the country uh, to come and see them, which was so rare for you know trainee shows. So they really they really got a following, and I think it's due to the talent we had down at the academy. So obviously, the early days there, you're saying that singles match with Dan Head. Did um, your brother Raj, was he training alongside you at the yeah, same time? Yeah. You both he, um, I suppose I always looked up to Raj uh, as a as a wrestler. He, he started, he probably got, um, I don't know how how much early he started than me, maybe, maybe a year or so. So he got, you know, uh, a chance to really hone his craft earlier than I did and he was... He was very well regarded down there. He he was regarded as one of the best guys around. And, you know, I'll always say that um, Roger's always been the better wrestler. Um, I'm, you know, I, I've always been the showman and that, and that's why um, my career took off like it did. But, you know, from a wrestling and technical point of view, um, he, he's fantastic and always been a better wrestler than me. And, um, yeah, so glad he's come back to it and uh, helping with the training because um, he's just got so much to teach and he, he, he's a natural. And have Definitely. you have you two found, in terms of your, your tag tag runs that you've had in various places, yeah. you know, how, how do you find tagging with, you know, a, your, your actual brother, your uh, blood wow. relative? I mean, it's, it's not... It's not very. No, common, no, it's not. Well, firstly, he makes me do all the work, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll basically do everything. But you know, we're, we're always on the same page. We're always thinking the same thing. We we don't have to say it in the ring. We we'll just do it. Um, we know our moves, and you know, as you guys know, being a tag team, when you know someone that well, it just comes yeah. so easy. You've got the same ideas. You're on the same page, um, and you and, and you know. It just makes the all-round enjoyment of um, doing tag matches a lot of fun and um, leads to a lot of possibilities. So, yeah, really enjoying, um, well, I suppose we've uh, recently come back and um, it was his first match back. He, he won he won a tag, tag team belt. So he won the Kapow, we won the Kapow Tag Team Championships. Uh, so, yeah, no, pretty uh, pretty good start. Um, for Raj's comeback, and do you, do you do you hold tag belt somewhere else as well? Yes, I do. I hold. Is it, uh, it Premier? Yes, I hold the Premier Promotions Tag Team Title. So I've got the Kapow Tag Team Title, the Premier Promotions Tag Team Title, and actually the FPW Future Pro Wrestling uh, Tag Team Title. So yeah, I've I've, I've held a lot of tag team belts. Um, in my career, so I, I suppose I do see myself as a bit of a tag team specialist, and it's always been a, a type of wrestling I've really enjoyed. I mean, I, I do I do really enjoy a singles match, but um, yeah, tag matches. I've, I've I've just won a lot of tag tag team titles, I suppose. 
And who who are those other belts with? Who's the Premier and the <laughs> Well, uh, the Premier Promotions one is with Andy Boy Simmons, actually, uh, which is an interesting one. And um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, some people might know why, but why, why that's an interesting uh, concept. Uh, <laughs> others, others may not, but... Um, I suppose that's a, another story for another time. And uh, the FPW tag team titles are held with Malik. So we, we've, yeah, we've oh, got okay. a, a faction at FPW called the Clan. Again, Future Pro Wrestling has just just come back. Um, so we won, we won the tag team titles actually way back before the company folded. Um, but yeah, it, it's come back, and uh, thankfully, I'm still the tag team champion. So um, as you know, it is a nice feeling. To have gold, and um, it's a nice feeling that you know the promoters have that. Um, oh, what word am I looking for? Yeah, that faith. that faith in you. That is exactly the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah, so that, that so yeah. that's that's really nice. You know, you don't because it's it's easy, especially when you're starting out, to feel like a bit of a a spare part on the show. But you know, mm. right, having faith in you and um, actually having a proper spot for you. Um, yeah. It, it's a it's a really nice feeling and a really nice sense of belonging. Actually, I do I do distinctly remember actually, I maybe a year, maybe two years ago, seeing uh, a picture of you. I, I swear you had like four or five. Dogs. Yes, I did. Yeah, that was. Um, you, you, you were I was. Yeah, um, and oddly, in in my older age, I've um, I've managed to do it again. I haven't quite man due to lockdown. I haven't quite managed to get the picture yet. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've got yeah five title belts at the moment, um, which is a which is a nice feeling. Um, so I will be getting some pictures done. So um, well, in the not too distant future, when I'm old and <laughs> and done, I can and look back and think, oh, you know, uh, it, it was a nice run in wrestling, and I, and I held a few belts, and you know, um, some of the promoters uh, had a bit of faith in me, and, and hopefully, you know, the fans enjoyed what I was doing. Now, Rishi, this this is going to come slightly slightly oh, left field, but would, would would you like to join the heavyweight heartbreakers with all oh, of your goals? Sure, yeah, anytime, <laughs> anytime. Yeah, you you boys could protect me. Yeah, you, they could. Uh, maybe they could get through you boys first before they get to me, so you could you know break them down a bit, and um, yeah, yeah, and then I, I could kind of just clear up and keep my gold. That'd be lovely. I'm just, I'm just thinking the, the, the mantle piece. <laughs> well, you guys the, have got a good uh, few belts at the moment, right? Five, it's five, amazing, five amazing, as well. So you know the feeling, and uh, and you know it, it's a credit to you boys that you've got those belts because I think I remember something I said to you. I mean, I think it was a few years now we did the uh, the yeah, it's your first, your yeah, first my first training intense week, training week, and I was hope. so glad you guys came down. Um, and you, you got, you know, to get to see you guys all week um, and, and see the talent you guys had was amazing. And, um, I, you know, I think I said to you guys, you know, I can see how much you're travelling up and down, getting your faces out there. And if you keep doing yeah. that, you, you'll have success. And, and look at you guys now. Couldn't be prouder. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was um, yeah. that was one of the best weeks I think I've ever had. It was yeah, hard. I feel a bit bad um, about it now. What you guys so and, hard. <laughs> And it, it, it was just no, really no, weird. It was, so, it? It, was so, it was sweaty. It was like the weather it now, was... wasn't it? You know, it was just so hot. And it was... I mean, I've never been to like a a Thai kickboxing dojo, but I'd imagine that heat is what it's like yeah. in a, one of those Thai boxing <laughs> dojos. You know, it was just so so hot, nowhere whatsoever. But yeah, everyone yeah. did um, so so well. Yeah, as you guys, Kyle Atlas. That was a um, uh, Astrid. That was a week Astrid, yeah. of a lot yeah. of bumping and <laughs> a lot of rustling. We stayed, we stayed at the weirdest little hotel to start the first night, and it had like this weird double bunk, single bunk <laughs> thing. And then we were in a caravan for the rest of it. I think. Oh I right Where there. was this caravan? Yeah. No, that was yeah. I, I was I was staying down there partially on a holiday. Oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we moved oh, yeah. part way through. I remember that wow. now. Yeah, well, you've got an understanding family that you get yeah. to you yeah. know, and, and wrestle for so many hours during the day. That's great. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Portsmouth was the only Tesco I've ever seen and ever seen since that keeps their <laughs> grenade protein bars in like security <laughs> plastic cases. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've got to be you've got to be ready for a visit to Portsmouth. <laughs> oh, dear. oh amazing oh, obviously we touched there upon um us attending your first ever sort of intensive week-long training you delivered um at the Portsmouth um yeah. wrestling lockup um obviously that's that's where it kind of started yeah was it? For the, I mean for training I, school I've been asked to do many many seminars in my career um but that's kind of uh, where it started more as a full-time thing. I mean, I, I think I was asked to take a few private sessions and the students uh, seemed to enjoy them. Um, so I kind of asked, you know, I'd, I'd like to do to do a few more. And um, I, I kind of figured maybe I'll do a couple a week. Um, and, you know, because I was just finishing a, another job. I was working I was working for a charity and I was that, that job was just finishing up. So I was going to get a new job. Um, but then it just kind of took off. So I think maybe two hours after I had kind of posted what I was doing on social media, I had, you know, a week's worth of bookings. And, um, yeah, from there, it just kind of took off. And um, I'll always say there's there's no better marketing than word of mouth. You know what I mean? I, and I, I always believe in giving a good service. I, I think if, you, if you're given a good service, um, you know, people will talk about it and... Um, and you'll grow from there. But for, for me, there's mm. no better marketing, you know, and, and and it's the same in wrestling, any any wrestlers watching, do you know what I mean? You go out and um, you wrestle on your shows, you know, no matter who you're in front of, whether it's 10 people or, you know, 10,000 people, you know, always give the very best account of yourself, you know, never, never, take, a, never take a lazy day. I remember once, actually, I was doing a, charity show in Buckland. I can't remember who asked me to do this charity show, um, but the, you know, it was terrible. It was an awful show. Um, just, 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 you know, you, we've all done them. The talent was awful. I've, yeah. I've, yeah. I've basically done it because someone asked me and it's a charity. Um, you know, the organiser didn't know what he was doing, but, you know, I still went out there, gave uh, the best account of myself I could, and I remember I got a text from Chris Kay the next day just saying, you know, how, how much is your wage? Would love to bring you in onto my shows. And, you know, from a charity show where maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 people were, um, you know, got onto Chris Kay's um, great SWF shows. He does really well in, in Gosport pulling and, you know, a good 500 every time nowadays. Mm. And um, and from there, I, I, I'd done a few shows with Premier Promotions, but it kind of got me, got me back on track um, there as well. So, um, and you know, look at my titles now on the SWF heavyweight champion and the Premier Promotions tag team champion. So, um, yeah, I suppose for any any wrestlers listening in, yeah, ne- never take that off day. Even you know, you look out, there's 10, 20 people. I mean, it doesn't happen that much anymore, thankfully. But but you know, don't don't take that yeah. off day. You know, go out, give the audience a great show, give a good account for yourself, and, and work great. Obviously, doesn't mean taking loads of um, big bumps, do you know what I mean? It just means, you know, working hard in a in an entertaining way, which is which is going to please the audience. It's time for the tip of the week, for when the tip is more than enough. It's time for this week's tip of the week. And this week... It goes out to Dean Allmark's Back to School video series vlog. Check it out on his Instagram. He's working off a bit of the ring rust. Trying to get back into a bit of ring shape. He's front flipping into paddling pools. It looks like a bunch of fun. Go check it out on his Instagram. Dean Allmark's Back to School series. This week's tip of the week. What are you saying, Hughie? Big DG. We've fought together, we've tagged together, and we've drank together. And I hope today, on your birthday, you get to crack a cold can open and enjoy a birthday cake protein bar. I'll see you soon, mate. Peace.
Ah, oh, thank you, Mr. Grant. We have indeed, and we'll have to meet up again soon, as and when we can, and do it all again, my good brother. Thank you for sending that one in. I mean, one thing I always sort of, uh, well, yeah, always loved about you, about you, about your character, Rish, is the fact that somehow, like for me, you you are one of the few guys that can walk the line of. Um, let's say family show and also the more smarter yeah. crowd shows like you obviously you've done work yeah. riptide um and those sort of audiences where and rev pro where they're, they're more in on the on the know of it all and then obviously you're you can entertain those fans as well as you can entertain a family show like your character work has always been a big big right. thing for me i mean is that something that you you focused on early days was you, you as you mentioned earlier that you envious of your brother being maybe more athletic was it something that you said right i'm good at this this is what i'm going to do and, yeah, and oh, really focus on that. this um yeah I, I mean i knew from early on in my career that my selling point uh was was my character work um and i, I knew i mean especially in my early days i could do a lot of the athletic stuff do you know what i mean i used to do springboard drop kicks and that kind mm. of thing and i could do the athletic stuff but i knew that what really set me apart was the character stuff, um, and, I, and I and I focused on that, and mm. and it you know to, to, again to any any wrestlers listening in, it, it doesn't come overnight. You know you, you've got to get out there and try it and experiment and see what works and, and what doesn't. And you know <laughs> there's been times I've I've gone out there and it's it's gone horribly wrong, and you know. Um, it's, you, know, you can come back, and we all know the feeling as wrestlers. You've got your your head in your hands, and you think, you're, you know, what am I doing here? Um, shambles of a wrestler, uh, but it, it, that's, it, it's all it's all part of the learning, <laughs> you know. And um, I feel confident, you know, any any crowd now, whether it's an adult crowd, a children's crowd, you know, a crowd who know nothing about wrestling, I can go out um, and entertain. I think it was mm. one Kapow show. Um, uh, there were some Blesk girls, actually. So, um, which is always nice. Do you know what I mean? I always think if you can get other forms of entertainment into wrestling, it really adds to the spectacle. So, had all these Blesk girls and... Um, Definitely. And, you know, they're lovely girls. And they really added to the show. And, and the next day, one of them messaged me on Facebook saying, look, I, I know nothing about wrestling, but you are absolutely amazing. <laughs> and, you know, it just made me feel really good <laughs> because... It, you know, it was someone who didn't have to say that. It was a really nice way to say it. Um, but it just made me think, oh, you know, if you can entertain kind of anyone, then you, you've got something going for you. And um, obviously Prince Mumbai is slightly comedic. And I think people's natural reaction is is they want to laugh. And, um, you, you know, you use different techniques to make uh, children laugh. You use different techniques yeah. to make adults laugh um and uh I, yeah I, I suppose i enjoy it all i think as we were saying last week with with joel redmond that i think if if a worker or a wrestler can it's it's easier some in some ways to for a wrestler to entertain a wrestling fan but i think the true art is once you are at that level where you're a wrestler who can entertain a non-wrestling fan is that yeah, you're really doing I, something absolutely. right it's, it's just so important and you know it is entertainment i've always said you know if um if people just wanted to watch wrestling they would, they would watch olympic wrestling you know they're, they're, they they want to watch a show they want to watch that fight yeah. in pantomime and uh yeah we will provide it <laughs> that's a very good way to look at it actually yeah so um obviously you've you've got the wrestling academy now um is that something you run with Raj or is that um, something yeah, you're running with solo? I, I day-to-day running, I, you know, I run it by myself, but Raj is such a big part of it. So he takes all the group sessions with me. Um, so, you know, even though I'm, again, doing all the donkey work, um, he, uh, yeah, he, he's there, you know, every session with me. So I, I, I do see it as a, as a partnership in senses, um, despite, you know, um, me, me kind of directing it. I, I see him as a, a huge part of the academy, and um, it, it certainly wouldn't have been successful 
without him. Um, you know, the, the adult students, they love him. Uh, the kids, they love him, you know. Um, just He's just got that way with people. And, you know, it's, it's, it's no surprise to me um, because, you know, he's got three black belts, three instructor's grades. So like me, he's got his third damn black belt in judo. But he's also a black belt in kung fu and kickboxing as well. He's got his teaching qualification. Wow. I, I know wow. I've got my, I do my uni lecturing as well. Um, so I think we've got that teaching thing between us. But also he's a, you know, he's a qualified boxing coach. And, you know, we've both got our, our football coaching qualifications as well, um, as well as our disability sports qualifications. So um, I feel, yeah, I feel we're in a good place wow. to be kind of uh, t uh, teaching in a, in a different way. I mean, I think a lot of wrestling places, you know, it's just all about wrestling, but where we've got that sports coach and martial arts background, we can kind of use the techniques um, we've learned and trained in from there to kind of get the best out of our students. I mean, that's a lot of qualifications that you just yeah, listed I mean, there between he, the two. Uh, yeah, he, he just, he gets all quite, I mean, you know, we're both registered social workers um, as well. Um, so both done those wow. degrees. And, uh, well, it's a bit of an exclusive, actually, but he's got a master's wow. in creative writing. And um, he's currently in the process of writing a Prince of Mumbai book. So, um, yeah. Wow. So keep, keep wow. an eye out for Prince of Mumbai and Tiger Raj Ghosh children's book. But, yeah, honestly, he's been, been absolutely fantastic. And I knew if I could get him on board, it would be success because um yeah I, I kind of feel like you know we're more than just wrestling coaches you know there's there's a bit more a bit more to us and i think um that that does help yeah absolutely i mean i i certainly didn't know between the two of you had all of those additional qualifications that would just you know it makes you natural natural coaches more than just yeah and i know don't get me wrong I've, I've seen some amazing wrestling coaches uh but i've seen some bad ones as well you know um so the, you know i think the right um skill sets and, and the right people um doing it's um very important and um well it sounds like your guys setup's going really, really well and I'm, I'm sure that's down to you guys as people and it's, it's so important that human yeah. touch so important yeah, was... you know absolutely and given that opportunity when yeah, the time's indeed. right as well, it's I think a, a big a big thing just for people to be able to yeah. sort of hone hone their skills in sort of Absolutely. smaller crowds. And you've got to be honest. You've got to be fair. It's a, and um, you, you've you've got to nurture yeah. people, you know. And um, I, I don't know if this is your guys' analogy, but um, I've always said if I wanted to go and do a dance class, you know, I might go there. And completely stink out the joint. I would because I've got two left feet. I can't dance, um, but I like to think that I'll be welcome <laughs> to give it a go. And and you know we use that principle. Do you know what I mean? Even if someone comes in and they're not a natural, you know, nurture them. If they've got the passion. You know they'll keep at it and they'll get better. Yeah, and I think there's also just different um, categories of people that come along as well. There's like you, you'll get the natural yeah. athlete come in who's done every sport under the sun and will be naturally gifted at the movement. Yeah. But won't really understand the psychology. You'll have people that, that come in, maybe don't look great and need to work on their fitness level yeah. to get through the training. But, you know, when it comes to character and confidence yeah, on the microphone, they might be fantastic. It's, it's a case of finding what yeah. they have and working with that. Definitely. On what and they everyone, my, my logic is um, everyone does something well. Do you know what I mean? And there's there's a guy who comes to the academy, and he came in, and people, you know, people counted him out. But Raj, he just just like, yeah, yeah, we can do something with him because um, he saw something in him, you know. And um, he just yeah. need to do something well, and I guarantee everyone can do something well. Yeah, that's one thing I love about wrestling is that. As you say, there is always there's a role. If you've got enough passion for the business, there's, there's there's something on the show that you can do, either be it in front of 
in front of the camera, if you will, or, you know, on the stage or behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, um, there's always absolutely. something. That's what I love about wrestling is, is a, there's a place for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you and and for me, for passion is, is the main ingredient. You know, we get some incredible athletes, some in, incredible characters, um, passion that for me, uh, that's almost the ingredient I look for most because I know they'll be back every week improving themselves. And, you know, that, that, that is priceless. Yeah. 100%. So, um, obviously, current circumstances with standing, is it a, a weekly class or is it, you know, how many times a week is the academy running? Is it private sessions? Like, what, what, what things do quality wrestling offer for the, the rest uh, of the Yeah, so we uh, offer, in training? well, we're closed at the moment, obviously, um, but we offer many um, yeah. sessions a week. So hopefully we can get back to them soon. So we do two adult. Uh, so what I call them is kind of any level sessions. Do you know what I mean? Anyone can come along to them, run them on a Tuesday night. Yeah, mixed mi- ability. Mi- mixed adult ability. sessions we have. Yeah. Everyone from complete beginners to, you know, pros of 15 years there. Um, and, yeah, that's on a Tuesday evening, Saturday morning. Uh, we just start a beginners class on the Wednesday evening. Uh, we do a wrestle fit class on the Thursday evening. But maybe after lockdown, I'm thinking I might change I might change that slot, actually, um, to another evening. Um, and then we do a junior session just before the seniors on the Tuesday and we do a kids' fun session on Saturday afternoons uh, for the younger ones, and that's all on the crash mats, just to, just as a bit of fun, I suppose. Yeah, and so t- tell us about your your setup as well. Yeah, so we've we've got a big ring up. and a smaller yeah. ring, and um, yeah, it's a, a permanent setup, so um, not too many places. Um, yeah, I suppose in the UK, but also in the world, have that permanent setup. So, um, yeah, it's it's a nice place to be. Really nice facilities. Um, yeah, we, we try and keep it nice and neat. We've got a viewing area where the you know the parents um, uh, can watch with if someone brings a friend can can watch the training. So yeah, I mean it, it's it's a really nice facility, and we, we've. We're in Haven, Hampshire, and uh, yeah, it just kind of came about. You know, we've we've got car parking there, so yeah, really, really nice um, facility at that base point in Haven. That's cool. And um, have you got any sort of key sort of stars? Oh, so many, just so many. that you tip for well, the future yeah, we've got um, future oh, big just, things just, just just so many i mean we we know mr miserable matt mcgee he's been at it for a few years but since the academy opened he's he's really you know got into his regular training and he's been absolutely uh fantastic um, again look at you as soon as we opened he was there every week and you know he, both the guys they're such better workers now for having um, the regular ring time, um, you, you know, you've got you've got other pros, you know, like yeah, and the dashes, your hitman for hires, um, your Carl Atlases, um, just so many. And then we've got the other guys coming through, like you know, your Cobalts and Livewire Joe Strange. He's just changed his name uh, to Ziggy Strange, actually. Um, but his flying's fantastic. We've got young guys like Aaron Cruz, but then. You know, from our beginners class, we've got so many. We've, we've got girls like Lila Kyle coming through. So, yeah, there's just there's just so many. And, you know, I, I genuinely feel just yeah. the variety we've got in-house. Um, we could do something really special. I mean, we, we only started quality wrestling um, in January 2019. So, I mean, we've only really been in operation for... Uh, well, under a year and a half, if you if you count this little lockdown period as well. Um, so I think we could really do yeah. something really special in house. So we're still organising things, but with the talent we've got, I, I genuinely really believe um, in in the guys we've got. Yeah, sorry if I haven't. Um, <laughs> when you put on the spot, it's hard to mention everyone. So apologies. 
uh, <laughs> if I've missed anyone, anyone there. Um, but there's just so many, like, there's too many to mention. And <laughs> as I said, everyone's got something really special about them um, and, and so unique in their own way. How much as Hugo is kind of involved with Square One Academy um, and has a working relationship with Ultimate British Wrestling to now be kind of the feeder system for that. I understand that Q Wrestling is heavily involved with Kapow now. That's yeah, being absolutely. like a feeder system um, for their main shows. And yeah, you, you know, you guys are spot on doing what you're doing um, in feeding people through to a promotion because that's the hardest thing um, with students training, kind of training and then having no shows to nurture their craft onto um so yeah when when Kapow got in touch about um yeah feeding some guys through there um yeah absolutely fantastic I've always loved their product and it, it it's a place where guys can really hone their craft with some fantastic wrestlers and um yeah I've obviously made a partnership with Kapow which has been amazing running the on the road sessions uh, all over the south um, as well as places like London um, and further, and um, yeah, and then connections with SWF Wrestling, uh, Future Pro Wrestling, Premier Promotions, Knockout Wrestling Entertainment, so um, we can, um, yeah, we can get our students um, onto other platforms as well as doing our quality wrestling uh, shows as well, and hopefully those shows um, can only get bigger and better as we progress. So the quality wrestling shows, I understand that some of them have uh, actually uh, emanated from your training school uh, facility as well as yeah, was so, it a, one um, in a nightclub, was I there? mean, we've been running them at a local community centre. Um, it's a showcase event. So uh, last year, um, yeah, we, we did quite a few of those shows. We did three shows in one day, actually. So we do the junior show, then we do the, the first adult showcase, which is friends and family, and then we do second adult showcase um, for the more seasoned performance for the public as well. And, um, yeah, we were lucky enough, um, yeah, Story and Art Club saw what we were doing and uh, wanted to commission us to go and do a show there, which was absolutely incredible. So, yeah, again, that was for our seasoned performers because, it, it, you know, it, it was a, a public show and, um, yeah, it, it was an amazing atmosphere, really really good and you know it, it gave those season performers that, that bigger platform and, and hopefully we can um yeah we can go back there. i think i think there's talk of going back at some point but obviously with the lockdown it's uh hard to say when that might be so um yeah yeah i mean the pictures and the videos i've seen from that show it looks like a yeah, great venue. Whereabouts right in the world? In the is it Portsmouth or is it Southampton? Portsmouth, actually. So, yeah, it's right by the Portsmouth Guild Hall. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, amazing little venue. The lights set up, the music, obviously, uh, the balcony, which, um, mm. yeah, which uh, Joe Strange did his uh, mood so off of at the end. Um, but, yes, yeah, I that's mean, right. Yeah. Watching that show, um, you know, just... From an outsider's point of view, it just made me think, wow, the talent we've got here, um, we can really do something special. So um, hopefully uh, we can get back up and running. And, um, you know, there's obviously bigger plans with quality wrestling. Um, but I always don't want to, you know, run before I can walk. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take it in steps. <laughs> so, um, obviously... It must be like one of the best feelings in the world, truly, to see someone that you've kind of you've helped along, even if it was the start of their journey or in the middle of their journey, um, just to see them come along as as talent and and watching them on shows must be a real sort of um, oh, moment for you and, yes. and, and Raj to see it them come along. It's a great feeling, and you know, when you see some of the performances nowadays, you just think, you know, these guys that they they could do any show and not look out of place. And that is a really great feeling. And, you know, we've, we've got younger wrestlers coming through. So me and Malik actually defended um, our titles against two two young lads, um, Ethan Lee and uh, Aaron Cruz. And, you know, to see the talent those guys have and, you know, the potential they have, uh, it's uh, 
a really exciting time, not only now, but, but for the future as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one thing um, I love about well, the, uh, me and Hugo have been down a couple of times, and obviously we've we've done your your first sort of week long weekender. Is the atmosphere you create? Obviously, it's called the it's called a wrestling school, but for me, looking from the outside yeah, in, if you will, you it's more that. of a wrestling yeah, family than a school. Yeah, it's really nice. You know, I mean, people uh, people come in, they welcome each other, they all support each other, and that's so important because for me. The main thing wrestling needs to be, well, always number one, our priority is safety, but number two is always fun. It's got to be fun, you know. Um, so, you know, if you can do things safely, have fun and learn some wrestling, what more can you ask? And, um, yeah, and, and great people come through the doors of the Quality Wrestling Academy um, and, and join the on-the-road sessions, which I'm, um, yeah, very grateful for. And, uh some of your boys have joined on the on-the-road stuff and, um, yeah, they've been a credit to you guys. Some real, real great mm. talent coming through and, um, yeah, really respectful guys wanting to learn. Guys and girls, I should say. Yeah, I think, I was going to say, it's, it's the support that you provide, I think, is what appeals to a lot of people. Um, certainly the guys that um, I've sent down in the past or that i brought down with me, you know, they've sort of, complimented how supportive you guys are there's no ego there's no one sort of there's no one there to sort of pick and laugh at people's mistakes um and at the end of the day yeah, if you're making yeah. the mistakes in training that's what it's all about right rather than rather than making those mistakes you know on the shows where you've got paying public but it oh, yeah that's it, it, really it that really nice that they're all talking about and, so um, yeah i mean you, you don't want people scrutinizing you you know what i mean you, you've got to give feedback and as you guys know you've got to give it in the right way because you know you when you're training to be a wrestler you really do put yourself out there you know and it's a it's a tough thing to do it's a nerve-wracking thing to do and the last thing um you know you want is um you know a coach giving giving the feedback um in the wrong way you know it's got to be enjoyable mm. One hundred percent. As you said earlier, it's it's, it's it's nurture, isn't it? Um, about nurture, because um, it's finding the strengths in, in inside the individuals and, yeah, and you know reflecting them and yeah, making and them come can be so show out and then hide uh, the with people. Do you know what I mean? So you really, you know, you you got you got to build that confidence up. You, you know, you don't want to be breaking that confidence down. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. I mean, um, yeah, I mean that's probably we've had me and Hugo have had have, have worked with a couple of your guys on oh, the premier yes, shows. Uh, one that comes to mind is Cole Bolton. He's obviously got a great presence. He probably he's got yeah, great presence, great big man presence, yeah. um, great look about him as well with the mask. Um, I mean, audiences yeah. kind of like um, take notice, I guess. Um, I guess. Thing, a testament to you as, as, as well with your learning, uh, your your teaching style, because obviously you've got the smaller guys who can do the, the flippier stuff, but then you've also got guys like Cobalt. So you're, you're obviously doing something right where you've got such a good mix yeah. of talent and strengths. Um, oh, that's, that's great yeah, to hear. It's and, a, you know, he, he's really good a great, thing to see. Very talented and just so loud, and you've got to be loud in wrestling. You've got to have that presence, and you know, he, he's got it. So, yeah, uh, thank you for working with him. <laughs> No, it's um, no, it's really good to see that he's like. Obviously, uh, it's it's a good thing having having you as a trainer because you've got such good great connections yeah. that I think it was on a premier show that we that we had a match with him and um, yeah, it's great to see like your your name carries because um, obviously you're so well respected and we're so well thought of amongst a lot of places that um, it's kind of a golden ticket for some of your boys that you could put your yeah. faith in them to go out a bit like Hugo with his guys when he sends them down to your way or to whatever he's called that they have that yeah, faith no, in that they're going to yeah, gonna reflect well on you. So if um, our listeners want to learn more about quality wrestling or, or in fact, oh, the, yeah, so the best himself, places, where, where can they find wrestling you online? On Facebook, um, Prince of Mumbai, Rishi Ghosh is my wrestler page on Facebook and on Twitter. We're at Q Wrestling One. 
and I'm at Prince of Mumbai free. So they're the best places to find. Oh, and we've got a website, uh, qwrestling.com as well, where you can find all the information about our training as well. Excellent. Oh, Th- thanks very much for joining us. Um, really, it's been a pleasure talking to you and pleasure catching up, guys. And um, yeah, yeah, thanks. No, it's uh, keep doing what you're doing. It's great. I know <laughs> the lockdown has stopped momentum, but I'm sure you guys uh, will be bouncing back, and it, it seems like you're filling the time really well. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, every cloud comes yeah. in a few places by the end of this. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. Thank you, Hugo. Right, Reese. Thank you so much for giving up your time. Cheers, buddy. Right. Cheers, Take care, bud. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye. That's all we've got time for this week, folks. But join us again next Monday for episode 11, where we are joined by none other than a wrestling god. You heard that right, a wrestling god. I'm not even joking with you. Next week's guest has been there and done it all. He started his journey in 1999, became a full-time pro in 2001, and he has been full-time pro ever since. He's wrestled for TNA, representing the UK, been on three tours of Japan in 2014, 2016, and 2017, and has won countless titles, including the all-star wrestling british mid-heavyweight championship all-star wrestling super slam championship preston city wrestling cruiserweight championship and has also won the pcw road to glory tournament in 2018 the list literally really does go on he's also had notable pinfall victories over juvie guerrera newly inducted wwe hall of famer jushin thunder liger and wwe hall of famer jake the snake roberts and on top of all of this he's showing no signs of slowing down as an and has wrestled an average of 250 matches per year for the last 20 years oh my next week we are joined by none other than dean allmark I personally cannot wait, and hopefully neither can you. And again, if you have any questions for Dean, or in fact the heavyweight heartbreakers, but I mean, next week is all about Dean, please submit them through the normal channels. So you can send in a recorded voice message via Anchor using anchor.fm forward slash HH hotline forward slash message. That's anchor.fm forward slash HH hotline forward slash message. You can also write down your messages via Facebook using facebook.com forward slash heavyweight heartbreakers or in fact on Instagram via at Hugo Bloom Pro Wrestler or at Brad underscore Tannen. And that's it really for next until next week, folks. So take care, be kind and stay safe.